This episode is sponsored by Bon Temps, a radically clean organic tea collection. Living well should be about how you feel, not how you look. Bon Temps Tea is on a mission to change the way people think about wellness. Never question what's in your cup, with beverages made for slowing down and enjoying good times daily. Welcome to Brown Girl Feels, a podcast on mental health and wellness by and for women of color. My name is Nikki. My name is CK. And I'm Jenny. And And this this is Brown Girl Feels. So it is a new year. It's a new decade. Holy cow. Happy 2020. 2020. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. So this like past couple weeks, I've just been like prepping for a new decade like I guess clean this is like the cleanest my house has been in a while I noticed you reorganized it the moment I came in yes you're like is that couch (laughs) no it's not it's the new look for the new year um yeah I don't know what that's like one of the things I end up really focusing on in between Christmas and New Year's I love that I love those days like 26 through 30 of just like preparation there's so many posts about that right really? now too really? i feel it's just like this limbo week of not really i don't know i've never felt like it's a limbo week for me i'm always really excited because i really I'm, yeah i love the process of preparing like i love the cleaning and the like organizing and the reflecting and all of that i i don't know i think i take that space to really just prepare myself Mm. for a new year so it doesn't feel like a limbo it feels like yeah it feels like a lot of excitement for me it's half and half yeah like the first half of that week i'm like what day is it (laughs) accurate accurate like i wake up and do nothing Mm -hmm. and i i'm okay with doing nothing and then once i'm ready to start prepping for the new year then that's when I'm in a new mindset what do you do um well I like to clean yes guys you're so clean (laughs) where'd you learn it from your Filipino mother (laughs) yeah we were just cleaning Brett's room yesterday I think or the day before but just going through like old clothes or things you don't Mm -hmm really mm-hmm. need things that don't spark joy yes. <laughs> um, um to just make space for more space I guess like I not like that. not that you have okay. to fill it but just to have less and I think yeah. we're gonna talk about it later but yeah. one of my intentions aside from like slowing down is this whole mentality of like less is more mm-hmm. so. I love that yeah what do you guys do? I have a totally different experience, and if there's any, like, other nurses out there, like, Ooh. I do not get that week off. Like, I wasn't even True. thinking. I was like, oh my gosh, you guys have so much time to prepare. I don't feel like that. It's like normal life. In fact, it's a little busier sometimes because I work have to t- work two major holidays. That's true. Mm-hmm. So, like, I just try to wedge things so that I can actually do holiday stuff in between. So I don't feel like I got that space to breathe. I've been yeah. scrambling mm-hmm. to try to find time to prep for the new year. So I did not clean. That's all done. <laughs> what are some things okay. that you do? Like, what do you give? Like, what do you do for yourself then? In like those little pockets of time that you have. Um, it's kind of more more of the same. Like, I uh-huh. find what works for me, and I do the same type of stuff to refresh. Mm-hmm. 
Um, but when I prepare for the new year, the main thing I do is like intention setting, goal setting, mm. writing down what I want to do. I always pick a theme for the next year and mm. I kind of review if I hit my goals from the year before. Oh, me too. And I have this, I was scrambling like a mad woman trying to meet my 40 book goal for this year. Ooh. Oh, wow. I made it to 39, but you guys, like I would not stop listening to books. <laughs> like I literally was getting ready for New Year's Eve party trying yeah. to finish my last book I, mm-hmm. like I only I didn't make it but <laughs> I was almost there you're so close what was your favorite that you favorite book I read yeah out oh of the gosh. 40 holy cow um this can be a whole nother episode you guys I could go on for a <laughs> while about books but lately I've been really into the golden compass series I'm rereading mm. them it's his dark materials and there's like a tv show on it right now on mm. HBO which is really fun so I like that I was I've Reading a book was was one of the things that I, I did to prep for a new year. I've been reading, mm. I read, like, I, I read nonfiction every time I, or before I go to bed. And so I finished, um, like, right before Christmas, I finished Atomic Habits mm. by James Clear. And it's literally just all about how to set habits and how to maintain them. I've read a similar book, yeah? The Power oh. of Habits, but I forget who it's by. But Google. similar, Google similar things, habits. <laughs> Yeah, and so that is the thing that helped me set my intention. Wow, I love yeah. that. For this year, was one, that was one of the really huge um, inspirations. So yeah, doing that, reading reading something inspiring, and then yeah, lots of reflection time. Um, yeah. Yeah, I know, I'm lucky with my teacher schedule. I'm not ready to go back, but yeah, just taking taking time to reflect and then you guys are amazing. I don't go back and look at my goals. I just like, well, that happened. Like It's like, I feel like I do it after the new year though. Cause you know, oh, I was okay. saying like, I ha- I take this time to do nothing at all. Mm-hmm, and then mm-hmm. once I'm in that mindset, then I uh-huh. go back and like, oh, did I meet this goal? Did I meet that oh. goal? And I have like categories of oh, yeah. goals too. So like my financial goals, yes. my, you know, relationships, social goals, physical, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, and I think there's something that happens for me. I, I think it's called a goal rollover. So it's like, you didn't meet it last year. Mm-hmm. Do you really want to meet it this next year? How can you make it more tangible and manageable mm. so you can meet it? So I think I've revised goals over the years and gotten better at realizing what was at the heart of what I really wanted from that goal specifically. Um, Do you get pretty specific with your goals? Well, so I was going to talk about this in mind. There's basically, I love this podcast by Gretchen Rubin called Happier. Yes. And they do this thing every year and they talk about it on their show and their users do it. So I've been doing it for two years now and it's like 20 for 2020. So you pick like 20 small goals and some of them can be big, Mm -hmm. but recommending really specific goals. So instead of like um, saying, go to the gym more, say, go to the gym at least once a week for the whole year. Like, something really specific Mm, and measurable. Yeah, so, like, with that type of guidance, I've had things like, like, what type of things? Like, um, I put on one of my goals for the new year to make a vision board, which I'm planning to do soon and I haven't done. But, like, little tangible things that once you check them off, you feel so much better because 20 is a lot of things to get done in one year. Mm -hmm. Um, And some of mine have rolled over and I'm like, I didn't really want to do that. Or I kind of did it in a different way and I'll count it as a check off and then not bring it into the new year. I like that. But that's like actually really important because I feel like when we're entering a new year, we always have to take a moment to look at like what we're going to carry forward mm-hmm. and like what we're going to leave behind in the previous year. Yeah. So I know for me, like something that I really picked up 
this year that I'm proud of is uh, an evening routine. Mm. And so I know I'm going to carry that forward into this year because that's been really, uh, really healing. It's funny to say that an evening routine is healing, but it has been. And then the other one that I'm carrying with me is not feeling guilty for resting. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, that's something that I've always struggled with. Um, But this summer, I literally did nothing but, like, rest. I did one, like, career professional kind of thing, and then the rest of it was just really chilling. Um, And so definitely that mentality of, like, placing my self-worth on what I can produce or, Mm -hmm. like, what I achieve that's something I for sure want to leave behind in 2019. Like, I don't want to carry that at all with me into 2020 because that's been uh, a huge battle for me personally and something that, yeah, that now that I'm starting to see, like, on the other side where I know that it's not something I need to do anymore, um, yeah, I just, I want to leave that behind for sure. I love that. Yeah. What y'all? I have, like, a lot of ones that I actually, like, scrolled through on Instagram and saved. So, I mean, they may sound cliche, but they really resonated with me, one of which was, like, saying yes when I mean no. Mm. Mm. And I know for, I think, our culture, this collectivist culture, um, it's all about family. Mm -hmm. So we Mm -hmm. overextend ourselves to the point of exhaustion Mm. to please our mother, please our father, Mm -hmm. make our family happy. So I started saying no more this year, and I want to keep doing that, and I want to, like, you know, leave behind all the yeses that were kind of half yeses. Mm. Um, I think for me, I have this tendency to keep the peace also. And I like read something saying like shrinking to keep the peace. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I do that all the time. I think I saved that too. Yeah, the same one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the same thread. So, um, mm-hmm. And then some that I thought for myself were um, seeking external validation. Mm-hmm. Um Sometimes I like I know what I want to do, but I want my husband or my best friend or someone else mm. to say yes to, and then I, then I feel validated in doing it. When in actuality, I don't need any validation but my internal validation to know. Like I already knew, and then I'm like, but um, someone else has to tell me yes. Mm-hmm. And um, I think my husband used to get annoyed because I'd ask him for advice on something and then do what I wanted anyways. Mm. I do that a lot. <laughs> I actually put that on mine too. How funny. We're so in sync. So it's kind of like just not doing that anymore and realizing Mm. that do what you want to do because you're the person who knows yourself best. Mm. And then I wanted to leave behind chasing relationships. Mm. I feel like there's some friendships in particular where people don't get back to you or just even work relationships that you're trying to develop or different things. And then when it when it becomes you who's always reaching out kind of just to let it go and be okay with losing it and mm-hmm. um so I I was also saying that things that I'm keeping are kind of the opposites of what I'm leaving behind so I think I kind of covered them but um to put them in words um speaking my truths mm-hmm. positive affirmations believing in myself I put more alone time and then investing in relationships that feed in my feed my soul mm-hmm. I love that I feel like mine are pretty similar to yours, Nix. Mm-hmm. So, um, like a common thing I saved on Instagram was using my voice while still finding it. Yes. So 2019 That's beautiful. was. It was really about like taking up space by self-validating like my yes. own emotions and my own experiences, um, and just really striving to be more intentional because I feel like something I'm not 
carrying into the new year slash something I'm leaving behind is feeling like I'm um, being left behind. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so stop like over committing to things because yeah. I feel like I'm always doing something all the time. Like there's always something happening on my schedule and that goes a- along with me just wanting to slow down for the new year. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I really like that. There's this whole new wave of Jomo. Have you guys seen it? Yeah, yes. joy, <laughs> joy of missing, missing out. out. I think that's super relevant. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So how are you? Are you setting any boundaries for yourself then? In in those regards, like how are you gonna? I don't know. How are you? How are you going to embrace the Jomo this year? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, I mean, similar to you guys, just saying no more to things. Mm-hmm. Yeah being okay with not doing anything just like Mm. again sitting in that space where Mm -hmm. it's okay to not be so like scrolling through social media all the time Mm. or having to constantly fidget or do something but just being still for Mm. me is a big one yeah um I don't know do you guys have any you want to share yeah mine is very similar to yours I I'm gonna try I didn't realize there's a term for this but it totally makes sense dopamine fasting um, because your brain fires off the same way to social media that it does for like even like drugs. Yeah. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, but your brain can get addicted to social media and to that like endless feed or that, you know, instant update. And so something that I'm going to do is I'm going to, I started it, um, I started it as part of my evening routine, but I want to be very like intentional with it. So actually make it its own thing instead of just part of my routine. I want it to to be very mindful that this is what I'm doing and why so I'm gonna do no screens after nine mm-hmm. um very specifically from Sunday through Thursday so like if I have work the next day I'm gonna turn off everything so that includes like my phone tv computer ipad um so essentially everything but my kindle like go like log off from all of it screen time yeah so no zero screen time like even I've noticed too like those that blue light gives me a massive headache if I'm not careful um so all of that that's that's a boundary and it's very concrete but I know that it feeds into a lot of things that I personally struggle with like the feelings of like self-worth and like Mm -hmm. productivity and achievement yeah like when I'm scrolling like yeah I feel like I have to do more Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and so those feelings of, of comparison or of imposter syndrome that get triggered because of social media um and definitely not so much at least on my personal social media not so much now because I've really cut down on who I follow and I'm really just following people that I feel inspired by and and that I you know really connect to so there's I don't get like triggered by them at all um but I still it still happens to me sometimes on my teacher one Hmm. which is something I used to really pour into and really love and I kind of lost that this year and it makes me kind of sad um because I really did like my teacher grim my tinsta <laughs> um and so I I think putting more boundaries around it and being very intentional about about creating over consuming um is gonna be my like specific boundary for this year yeah mm-hmm. I like that and I feel like when we connect to social media it's not a true connection. I feel like more isolated than ever sometimes if mm-hmm. I'm on Instagram for too long. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think for me, asking for space is something that I'm learning to do more. Um, there's this stigma against introverts in our society. Ooh, I love me a good introvert. And there's a lot of <laughs> books that have been kind of taking that power back. And mm-hmm. like, 
I mean, everybody is great the way they are. We need all different types of people. But I mean, for introverts, um, there's this sense that they're too timid or it's selfish to have alone time, especially in Asian families. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. I always felt like a little different because I think I'm like the only introverted one in my family. Mm -hmm. So I didn't think it was okay for me to ask for space, Mm -hmm. to be like, mom and dad, give me two hours by myself. Mm -hmm. Like that was just never allowed. Like everyone was coming in my room. Like Mm -hmm. there's like no personal space boundaries, first of all. And then second of all, no, like we are a family. We do everything together. Mm-hmm. So I've been learning to set the boundary of being like, hey, I need this alone time. Give me this alone time and I'll be good. Mm. So And just like that has to do with owning my introversion and being proud of it and being like, I notice I'm super, super drained. I can do all this stuff and I can put a smiling face on them but for three days after I'll be exhausted. Mm. And why would I put myself through all of that when there's a simple solution like saying no or being like, okay, yes, but... I need this before to prepare so I'm not exhausted. Mm-hmm. And it seems so simple when I say it that way, but it took me a while to figure it out. <laughs> it's hard to find that balance. Something that I've been thinking about lately is finding the, not the balance, but like the connection between self-care and community care. And so I'm, I'm realizing, especially yeah, coming from that, you know, Asian American background, that collectivist, like very family-oriented culture is that I need both like I need self-care because I if I'm not if I'm not feeling my best and if I'm not okay with myself there's no way that I can pour into my family and Mm -hmm. pour into the people who I love and care about and and it goes vice versa like when I do that then they're also uplifting me and so it's like this beautiful cycle that you can't separate like if you're all community care what happens you're burnt out you're resentful you're Mm -hmm. drained you end up doing things with a smile on your face just because you feel like you're supposed to but it's not you're not really connecting you're not really like building up your community and building up your family or healing those generational trauma those wounds Mm -hmm. so it's like this thing where I'm realizing now like I need both Mm -hmm. and to do self-care without giving back to my family and without pouring that back into, like, community care, that's just purely, like, selfish. Yeah. And so in that, you know, in that space of, like, trying to, like, essentially decolonize the way that I view my own mental health, like, realizing that it's important to have both. And a lot of the trauma that I've seen within my family is because they're all community care with zero self-care. And then a lot of the disconnect and the pain that I see of people, like, living in like just like that westernized colonized culture is all self-care with zero community care right Mm -hmm. all like every man for himself like yeah and so it's just like holy cow like we need we need both it's that power of and and that's what i wrote down tell me more tell me more like on one side i put down for myself that i need to realize that my needs are just as important as others Mm -hmm. and then again like what we've all been talking about that power of and like, you can take care of yourself and you can take care of mm-hmm. others. You can mm-hmm. be healing and hurting at the same yes. time. You can be independent and ask for help. Dialectics. So, mm-hmm. That's beautiful. You can be, what was it? Say that again. Say it again, Jenny. <laughs> was it? Be that there. You can be. <laughs> okay. Like, wait, just you can read it. it. Well, I was just taking your words. Like, saying, yeah. like, you can take care of yourself and you can take care of others. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you know, the whole collectivism of, like, you can be independent mm-hmm. and you can also still ask for help and still mm. need that community yeah. mm-hmm. um, and that's what it means too to be like asian american filipino yeah. american being both being that dash or that and mm-hmm. so i mean there's a whole 
therapy, um, dialectical behavioral therapy, that's all about that, like re- reconciling the two parts of yourselves that are seemingly at odds but are actually in sync. Mm. So I think that might work well for Asian Americans the more I think about it. Hey, mm. interesting. <laughs> so I'm looking forward, I think, like, if I'm, if I'm thinking along those lines of, you know, like, being, being good for for my loved ones and so I have to you know really be good with myself that kind of that kind of ties into like my intention for this year Hmm. because I know um something that is really hard for me is uh following through in like small things so my my uh my theme for the year was slow and steady 2020. Yeah. I tend to be like the tortoise and in, in like the tortoise and the hare and more of like the hare where I'm like, oh, I see a race and I'm going to win it and I'm going to go for it. And I just like sprint like super fast and then like get burnt out or like get distracted or like stop like focus, like I lose my focus. Um, and so consistency is something that I really want. Um, because I know that for myself, like, that's something that is going to really help me grow and mm-hmm. also help me accomplish the the things that I, like, really want to do, like, really set out and kind of honestly have been pushing to the side the past mm. couple years, uh, which I don't feel guilty for. Like, looking back now, I realize now that I personally wasn't ready to really follow through with those dreams that I had and those goals that I had, but now I do feel ready and I also know that I won't accomplish them unless I stay with the small things yes and so consistency is like my one really my one goal and so it's like with the small things and with the big things like I want to follow through with I've I've been jokingly saying clean sink 2020 (laughs) so I'm trying to keep my dishes clean like just as soon as they hit like as soon as they hit the sink just like wash them real quick. Oh man, that's me with laundry. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. do my laundry and put it away, cause or else it'll stay. They in that. sit in the laundry yeah, in the basket forever. Yeah. <laughs> I'll fold them and then they'll sit on like a bench. In yeah, my, or my chair in my room. Exactly, mm-hmm. anywhere that they can stay. So that's this one of the small things, and then like the larger ones, like whether it's something career wise or like education wise, like posting. Um, I have a teacher Patreon, and so posting on that regularly. Um, to relationships, really checking in with my loved ones on the regular, not just sporadically. Um, mm. One of the quotes that I wrote down from the book that I mentioned, Atomic Habits, um, is every action you take is a vote for the type of person you want to become, or you will become. Mm. Every action you take is a vote for the type of person you will become. Wow. And so it's that reminder, like, I know the kind of person that I am and when I think of the person I am at the fullest of my potential I can see all like the little those little steps that she would do and so that's the kind of person that I want to be this year yeah and so that's my intention yeah yeah slash goal I guess same thing we were talking about this in the previous episode too but Mm -hmm. same with the slowing down and staying consistent and doing those small things more Mm -hmm. often because that's how you build into habits and those habits become routines um, especially with my personal goals of like managing all my chronic health issues and things like that. Mm-hmm. For me, it's super important to, you know, get the right amount of sleep and eat the right kinds of foods for my body and things like that. Um, so really just staying consistent with everything and, um, 
I don't know, like you said, slow down. Slow down. <laughs> I'm always like planning for the next thing. That's very mm-hmm. me. Like I, I get so antsy and I just can't wait till the next. Like, oh, mm-hmm. what are we doing next? What What's the next mm-hmm. trip? What's the next weekend look like? But really, like being more present and mindful and intentional with whatever I'm doing yes. right at this moment. How do you feel after slowing down? <laughs> like, how does that? I don't know. Just more clarity and being yeah. refreshed. And I feel like. The more you slow down, the better your time gets too. So it's not like you don't feel like you're rushing through mm-hmm. things. Like it's actually like expanding and prolonging your time. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, for me, my word is alignment. Um, and what that kind of means for me is you struggle less when you stay in a state aligned to joy or what have you. You choose something that you want to be aligned with and when you feel yourself getting out of balance with it, you choose again or you do a behavior that can help you adjust to a more positive way of thinking. I would say, um, so I put like three things like making feeling good a priority, which I learned from this book that I was reading at the end of the year. I think now that you mention it, that book probably... um, affected me the most of the ones that I read so far or it might just be that I feel like it did because I read it the latest but it's called Super Attractor by Gabrielle Bernstein and she talks about um there's this quote from it that I'll read that says you'll begin to understand it when you've seen the little edges around the same familiar objects which you see now that is the beginning of true vision Mm. and I thought it really lined up with like 2020 people keep saying year of vision But vision doesn't necessarily mean seeing something brand new. Sometimes it's seeing the things in your life that already matter so much in a different light. Mm. And making like the beautiful, simple things sacred and seeing them as precious and choosing to stay aligned with joy and happiness. And when you feel good, you do good. Um, Mm -hmm. Sometimes when you're just feeling good and you think you're actually helping someone you don't tend to be helping anyone even yourself (laughs) so I think that 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 was kind of revolutionary to me because I always felt like oh you have to sacrifice for the people you love Mm. do something good for someone else and if you suffer it will benefit someone else and then I started to realize hey like maybe this didn't benefit anyone and especially not me (laughs) and then I have this intention to like study myself more Um, know the reason why I am the way I am, kind of like delve deeper into why I do certain things so that I can know my patterns and change them, fix them, or just be at peace with them. Mm. Kind of like one of those three. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And then I really have an intention to increase my creative growth this year. Maybe more writing, just like kind of let my creativity run wild. So I think alignment was appropriate because I have so many different intentions, but most of it is kind of like, I guess, being aligned to presentness. And that's where our themes kind of interconnect, Mm -hmm. like the slow and steady idea and the idea, because if you're present in the moment, I think everything slows down. Mm -hmm. And I think every moment counts a little bit more because you're not living in the past. You're not living in the future. You're like living in the now. Mm -hmm. And that's like that's what I want to feel I want to feel aligned to like the present moment and the joy of the moment because we just suffer a lot when we're thinking about the next thing we need to get to and like worrying about the future or Mm -hmm. like beating ourselves up about the past or something like that so I guess just yeah just being able to stay aligned to 
where I want to go and then like checking in with myself and being like, hey, is this like aligned with my intentions for this year? If not, let me just throw that out. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, There's so much like, there's so much pressure to, I guess, make a perfect year at the Mm, beginning of the year that once you kind of, it's like the, it's like the gym joke, how like January, the gyms are packed. Yeah. And then like, as it trickles down into like March, April, then like there's like there's really no, more. no one there, <laughs> and then it hits again because people are yeah. like summer bod. Ah, yeah. like, well, that's true, right? Yeah. And then it just like amps back up again. But I feel like as you're like saying, it's important to to give ourselves grace, especially mm-hmm. in the beginnings of of a new year to you know have those big, you know those of course have those big aspirational dreams and and belief and confidence in ourselves to achieve whatever we set our minds to, but then also be gracious to ourselves and know that it's okay if we decide to change something or to completely toss it out because it's not working for us. Then right. that's totally okay. Yeah. I think fear of failure is a huge thing <laughs> in our community. And mm-hmm. I didn't learn till I was older that like failure means you're trying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Was it? I'm trying to remember if it's from one of, like, my favorite musicians. I'm going to have to look this up. But it was, like... Oh, no, it's from one of my favorite artists. Um, and I'll I'll just have to put him in the description now because I'm <laughs> blanking on who it is. His name's, his name's Adam. I don't, I don't know his last name. But it's <laughs> one of my favorite, um, favorite artists. And he wrote something where it's, like, um, something about failure being being a, a way to learn but if you don't like try again then then that's like failure like yeah, yeah. I'll find it and then I'll 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 put it in the description like the full quote <laughs> the full actual quote yeah um no because that's really in line with I think a lot of stuff I learned this year and I think it was this year I learned about this failure stuff mm. um I, I, I was reading the book lean in mm-hmm. I can't even remember her name the Facebook lady she's mm-hmm. famous Cheryl Sells no, Sandberg. Sandberg. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, but she was talking about how a lot of companies, especially like in San Francisco, I think this specifically Google, but don't mm-hmm. quote me on that. They measure the success of their employees by how many times they've failed. Because mm-hmm. they say if you're not failing, then you're not trying big things and you're not innovating. Mm-hmm. So like, yeah, like it's just like you're going to fail when you're innovating yeah. because it's new. Yeah, yeah. that's true. And you're going to fail when you try something for the first time for yourself. I mean, if you succeeded the first time, that would be amazing, but it's yeah. not common. <laughs> no, no, and there's no learning or growth in that. Exactly, mm-hmm. yeah. That's where the growth comes from. Mm-hmm. So, cheers to a beautiful new year. Let's fail forward. Failing yes, forward. Fail forward. Failing slowly. <laughs> consistently. Failing consistently. Alignedly. In alignment to what brings us joy, because we're gonna keep trying over and over again to create a little mascot. Yeah, I know. I feel it. I like the turtle though. Turtle. Oh yeah, that's my mascot. A little turtle. The uh, turtle emoji is my mascot for the year. Well, I hope y'all have a beautiful and just joyful new year. Yes. One that's full of promise and. What and confidence in yourself and joy and joy yeah. and full of graciousness towards any time you feel like you need to switch it up and good people and good experiences self love good food 
Hade fått där den. Nom nom. Just just we just learned that today. We just no, learned that nom noms is a thing today. <laughs> But anyways, from all of us at Brown Girl Feels, happy, happy new year. year.